This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This is the besotted Bridal West London podcast. And they're up at Vicarage Load, and the final whistle has just gone. The fake bees won. The real bees won. A game of two penalties, a game of a sending off, a game of a slightly dodgy uh, uh, offside decision, it has to be said. Uh, the sending off was also a little bit dodgy as well. At the end of the day, I don't know, probably a fair result. Probably a fair result, I'd say, then, in the end, wouldn't it? Um, um, in the end, I'd say, yeah. But I've got a mixed feelings about it, because, you know, the first half, we were so much better than them. Possession, chances. And if, if, it, if it was 2 at half-time, I don't think it would have been unfair. Maybe even 3-0, to be honest. Second half, they changed the shape. They pressed a bit higher. And it became a bit more of a... Uh, actually, it was a really exciting game, end-to-end. Um, both teams wanted the win, and it made it a really good watch. Obviously, then um, Sorensen gets sent off. Sorry, I mean... <laughs> Sorry. I mean, Bennett, <laughs> I mean they're, 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 How can you mix them up? Bloody, bloody identical, aren't they? It's not my problem. I've always felt like twins. Mads McPinnock gets sent off. And, um, and I mean, fuck that was a double jeopardy rule, because... Because my understanding was that if you give away a penalty, you don't get sent off, and, and he did. And the same happened against when Tony got fouled against Blackburn in the first game of fans back. So I don't know what's happened with that rule, but listen, it was a penalty for me. Uh, and again, in previous years, it's a red card, so a bit annoying. And once it goes one 0 you think you take a draw all day long and get that goal, and you leave quite happy. But a really good game of football. We've, we've stood up really well against one of the top sides. It's interesting you say you'll take the draw all day long, but there was a little bit of kind of bet switching going on, you know, like people are looking to cash in, and then all of a sudden they say, no, no, I don't want to cash in anymore. Because all of a sudden it's like with one all, when it's looking at one all, you think, oh, I'll take one all. Then all of a sudden it's like, no, actually, I'll go 2 1. And then it's back to one all against 2 1. It was that kind of game, wasn't it? No, yeah, there was a bit of that, but I mean, like, when, when we went 1 0 down, like, I would have taken a draw. But when, when it goes 1 all, like, it, didn't, it didn't really feel like we were, we were there to hang on. No? We bring fours on. And like last few minutes, we're still going for going for goals, got opportunities where you know Forza down the left and he cut it into Emiliano. 
he's a, he's a yard away from that being a winning win opportunity rather than going for the corner flag so I think they changed a really good intent a really good sign and you know that, that first half we really cling on to as a great performance right? the cards didn't fall in our favour necessarily but we played really well against these guys in the first half shouldn't be ahead against them slight worry to be honest that if Pinnock's red card is a free game ban and Janssen is injured for us, I don't know you know for however long he's injured for that's going to affect us in what's going to be the, probably the trickiest few games of the season so far we'll see but listen no go beaten I think um, that's a good point one all in the end there um, good game slightly disappointing I think the disappointment was that we didn't you know get the two or three goals that we should have had in the first half I mean the Watford fans you know, if any Watford fans are listening to this and I said all due respect to you like you know listen good Good team, good players, but in that first half we had definitely had Rockford on the rack, and uh, you know Tony hit the post. We had another couple of opportunities. Yes, we didn't have any official shots on goal, but we were properly all over them in that first half, weren't we? Definitely, we were definitely building up uh, in the first half, uh, and it's just a shame with the red card and everything. Uh, I think had the, had the red card not have happened, we probably would have gone to get the game. But you know, Watford are a good team, so you know. Uh, a draw against a very good Watford team you're not going to turn your nose up and yeah just you know glad we got a, a point what, you know yeah all good look you know there's been sort of, you know people have been probably a little bit disappointed with the way that Brentford have been playing games this season you know uh, there's an argument to say that you know you have to you have to have to realise that we are playing back to back games we are trying to rotate players players are tired you know there's just so many things that are going on here uh, and also we've got, we are missing a few players that we did from last season so we can't necessarily be the same Brentford team however I'd, I'd say in the first half I mean I thought we played some wicked football um, and some football was very reminiscent of maybe where we were last season one touch stuff we were first to the ball Watford were like chasing shadows a lot of the time I know sometimes you know percentages means nothing because at the end of the day if you pass the ball about but you do nothing with it it means nothing but you know, 75% you know against a, a a team with a load of Premier League players you know what I'm saying all we needed is that ball in the back of the net and then they would have had to be you know chasing us on that game and it could have been very very different yeah you know you know, I think you know it's, it's what you said you know they're a good team Premiership team uh, tiredness this season is uh, it's a very diff- difficult season you know games coming thick and fast uh, but yeah I, I a point at Watford not to be sniffed at and I think we're doing really good so yeah obviously as a break fan you want to win and you want to get the three points but a point away man, man we're a man down it's not the end of the world we'll go again good so one all are you, are you happy with that result at the end? I, I'm not sure you know um, if I'm honest I said to you at the start of the game I thought we were going to you know this was going to be a big scoring game I could have seen us you know winning you know, 4-2. I had really good hopes for the game. I mean, if honest, first half, we were strong. We looked really, really strong in that first half. And I don't think Watford knew what to do with us. Um, you know, I, I think we were just well, really strong. Um, second half, you know, ref changed that game. He really did. I mean, as you said, going back to the first half, that should have been a, we should have had a free kick for the foul Tony. Um, but in the second half, they came out a little bit more on fire, but we still looked really strong. It was never on this earth a penalty. Well, it's like, 
you could say it was a penalty, but it was never a sending off. It was never a straight red card. Um, you know, and I hope that they would send out and we've got Pinnock. But you could see that he, you know it was never ever going to be a straight red card, um, and that changed the whole that changed the whole kind of form of the game really. Um, I think the, you know the referee in the game then only saving Grace then. Um, you know, great penalty for us. Tony scored a great penalty. I, I love the way he takes his penalties. He's so focused. You know it's going in. There's no there's no kind of um, you know thought process that he's not. He's absolutely focused on it. I know there's a couple of guys saying that maybe um, you know we should have you know maybe we should have kind of let somebody else take a penalty to boost up in people's confidence. But you know Tony's put that aside for us. Their, their, you know, their goal that got disallowed. Well, you know, could have said it was on side, but you know what? That makes up for the uh, for the sending off. So I'm happy with the one. You know, with this, I'm happy with the one all draw, considering where Watford are on the table. But I think we should have taken our chances in the first half. Should have taken the chances. So listen, game today. You know, we got the Watford ex Premier League side. You know, changed it around a bit. A bit. Bit unlucky in the first half, bit unlucky with the sending off, but we still held on to a one all. So you know, at the end of the day, is it a good day at the office? Uh, definitely, Bill. Um, you know, second half, most of the second half with ten men, you would really take a point, wouldn't you? But do you know what? I just, I honestly feel that it's a what if game. You know, the sending off definitely made an impact. Up to that point, the first half we was often we is the best first half performance we've had in a long, long time. Uh, we looked confident on the ball, passing was good. You know, good areas, good chances as well. You know, if uh, Tony's Tony's shot against the post goes in, it's a different game altogether. But you know, we was lucky, lucky. Um, with the penalty, I think. Uh, but, you know, we have to take that point, I think, today and move on. But for sure, I, I, I believe, I believe personally, that we, we could have done a lot more in that game in the sense that I think the three points were there for us to take. No, it's just really a refereeing decision that's really cost us in the long term. But um, I, I'm definitely pleased the way we played in the second half with, with 10 men. And uh, you've got to take that and move it on to the next game. We got listen. We got a bit of a result. It's an away game. We got an away game. We got an away point. How are you feeling now? I feel really, really good about the beast tonight. I don't think. Um, I think they played really well compared to what they've done recently. They didn't let the fans down in any way. I really feel that we should have had a couple of goals and we should have been in front. I don't think we deserved a red card, but I'm happy that we didn't lose against Watford because I think Watford thought that they would um, knock us out tonight. But, you know, Bill, we're bees and we strive on. I think Rico's a star, I'll always say that. And I'll be happy when Brian Mbembo gets a goal because I think that boy will get confidence and play even better. But tonight, I felt that the bees were magical. And, you know, I look forward to the next game when we'll be even better. So happy Christmas to bees and all. all right. So, 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 so a little bit of um, there's a little bit of a bit of a bit of conversation going on here about the penalty as to whether or not it was a penalty or not. I mean, the rules are being explained and all sorts. We were talking about the double jeopardy rule. If you um, take a player down, 
on his way into goal and you give away a penalty then you don't get a red card but you know even Binner got a red card um, but they're trying to explain because apparently he didn't play the ball and that is why he got the red card apparently and I thought I mean again I'd say that as a Brentford fan I thought it was a bit unfair because I think it was hard for him to play the ball because they kind of just sort of clashed they sort of just came together and clashed um, what's your thoughts? Uh, it is a difficult one for the ref I can see why I can go both ways. Um, to be honest, from my point of view, this is not as quite as jumpy as the ref. I know Pinnock would make every attempt to play the ball. When you see it um, back on the replay, particularly slow motion, he is trying in very difficult circumstances because the legs are tangled. He has to um, he has to halt his motion somehow. So he's not running, you know, very naturally. I believe he's he would he is trying in that circumstance to play the ball. The referee has thought otherwise. But can the referee be sure he's making no attempt to play the ball? I can't really say how the referee can be absolutely sure that no attempt to be made to play the ball. I think it's a very harsh red, to be honest. So, I mean, I'd say, that, OK, red down to ten men. I thought we did, um, I thought we did quite marvellously to, uh, to kind of uh, come out of that game. And not, not that we were massively under the cosh. You know, Watford were there or thereabouts. We've had, you know, other teams have probably given us more problems than, than Watford have at the end of the day. But again, we were down to 10 men, and I thought we, uh, I think we did well to come out of that game with a, with a result. Yeah, I mean, what a great first half. It's for a bit frustrating not to be one or maybe two goals up at half time. Very good performance. Watford came out, they were giving us a lot of problems. We were doing pretty well to stay at 0 0 uh, the way the, the first half played out initially the first 10, 15, 20 minutes even but even after the red card we came back in the game and we caused them problems as much as they did pretty much in the last 20 minutes or so I think it's a very good performance from 10 men a lot of steel a lot of resolve a lot of energy uh, quality as well I'm, I'm very I'm very as impressed as I was in the first half performance I'm also very impressed how we played with 10 men very impressed the suits man was as well so I said to you there's um, all sorts of Christmas music here people having their last hurrah you know knees up Mother Brown in the garden everything like that here in the globe as well as you say it's the last day of day of tier 2 here in tier 2 as we move to tier 3 tomorrow so people are here in the globe in the pub enjoying themselves having a few tricks totally socially distant totally being respectful the pub has been wicked in organising people in their own separate little substations here it's almost like you come here and you go to your little substation and you can watch the game within your substation and everyone converses between the substations but there's no big gaps between here as well but you know I think I'm just, I'm just sort of I'm kind of almost like reminiscing before it's all over because I know it's going to be finished tomorrow we don't know when it's going to come back because we're going to be back to watching games in our houses again in our living rooms which isn't isn't quite going to be the same I'm going to, I'm going to miss that but do you think that this was a good game to go out of tier 2 on or was it a bit of a rubbish one? No, I, I think it was pretty good I I'm always excited when we play the better teams because I think it does bring us a little bit out of ourselves. Um, I think in the last run, whilst we've been unbeaten in all these so many games, we haven't maybe put in the great performances. Coming up against a better team, we seem to be putting in a better performance. And I was, I was really impressed today, particularly after we lost the man. Listen... We're going to flip it up a bit because on Tuesday, I mean, Saturday we got Reading. That's a big game there. 
one place above us. They may go a few more places above us after tomorrow. They're playing tomorrow night. So that's going to be a, that could be a very tricky game. And then after that, we've got the Newcastle. And then a few days after that, we've got uh, Cardiff, I think it is. So we've got, you know, three games in, what, seven days, eight days, something like that. You can see the dilemma that Thomas Frank has, don't you? I mean, it could be last man standing. I've, I've heard from uh, a Reading mate of mine that they are down to the absolute bare bones now. They, this really is now about squad management. This this part of the season is so absolutely crucial in terms of how you manage your squads. Uh, and I can see plenty of changes being made to everyone. Uh, and I think it's how you work that system, how all those new players can fit into a system. Uh, uh, and I think our players know our system and most people will fit in absolutely fine. And, and you're right as well. You know, if you check out the Pride of West. London podcast, well, it's the Pride of West London podcast as well, on Pride of West. London, check it out Thursday morning. Uh, we're going to be recording it tomorrow evening or maybe even tomorrow afternoon. And we're also going to be talking to Becca from the Tilehurst End Reading podcast as well. She's given us her vibes and she's already told me that she's a little bit worried because they've got three key players out, including Zhao who have been absolutely instrumental for them. And she says, when they're missing, you know, as a three, they're brilliant together. One of them missing is bad. Two of them, but three of them, just is an absolute disaster. So, you know, it could be a, it could be a bit of a thumbs up for Brentford for Saturday and a bit of a bonus. Listen, I'm just going to be perusing and walking through here, putting the mask on just to ensure that no germs have been spread across the boozer here. The people, you've got, you've got to do the manners, you've got to do the respect as you go and try and find other characters to talk to as you can hear them muffled listen if we're going to get to 2025 we're going to be listening back to these podcasts you'll be going why the hell does it sound all muffled like you know and that's because you forget that there was all sorts of masks and ridiculous things that went on that you probably would have forgotten back in the day well maybe people won't forget 2020 for a very very long time but it's very very strange but it's become the new norm today's result were you happy with today's game were you happy with today's result um, I was happy with the first half performance. That's the best that we played in the league so far this season. Um, we controlled the game. We looked superior to Watford in every department. Um, and of course, it's probably been said already, so I won't repeat it too much, but obviously the setting off changed the game significantly. Um, interesting that the, the ref first with the penalty to us, perhaps, although it was a stonewall penalty, and then the linesman with the... Uh, disallowed offside goal for Watford at least things got evened up so there is some karma and good in the world despite how awful this year has been <laughs> there is a, despite, there is a, some bit of karma end of season or end of year karma as it is and then we got the penalty and Ivan Tony. I mean the thing is that when he steps up to the penalty spot you know the referee might as well just put the ball in the back of the net and just say just don't bother innit yeah exactly he's so cool calm and collected uh, when he's you know eyeballing the keeper uh, one step I mean it's, it's, it's a very interesting technique I have all full confidence in him even if he misses you know his next penalty I'll, I'll still have confidence in him he's, um, he's, he's been brilliant I'm not sure he was man of the match tonight I know that the um, commentators on Sky called that I thought Janel and um, Jensen actually had a lot more going for them during the game in terms of you know breaking the play up the high press Tony was great don't get me wrong but um, there were some really good performances all over the pitch look um, when we went the man down, obviously I'd have taken the draw. Um, in the first half, I honestly thought we were going to win. I always said it was going to be a tight game, and it proved that. 
Watford proved themselves to be quite a sort of functional uh, side, playing a lot of kind of long balls and crossfield passes. And, you know, we, we outplayed them, actually, in the first half when, it, when there was parity and 11 v 11. So I'm proud of the Bees tonight, and I think we can build upon it now with a, a gruelling schedule for the rest of December. Very, very grueling. We're going to be grueling. We're going to be grizzling as we're, we're going to be locked inside our houses with our families, though, over the Christmas period as we have moved to the Tier 3 zone. And, uh, well, listen, everybody out there, listen, keep yourself safe. Um, keep yourself happy. We're going to check you out as well on Thursday with our next podcast. We're recording it, as I said to you, on Wednesday night. Check out the Tyler stand will be there. We'll have the spreadsheet winker giving us the stats on this game and also the game that we played the other day which I can't even remember who we played because they're coming thick and fast we're going to have JP is going to be giving us the stats as well we've got all sorts going on on this podcast and we're going to have a little run of pods over the Christmas period as well and uh, we'll let you know what's happening there as well but as I say this is the besotted pride of West London podcast we've got a point Watford they've got players on 60, 70, 80, 90 grand a week you know what I'm saying we've done very well against them Ivan Tony, top of the league scored another goal we're very happy Troy Deeney I quite like him as well but at the end of the day he can get three points of us Andre Gray did absolutely nothing but as we said Bradford we've gone there we've got three points we're going to play Reading on Saturday what do you say come on you the TalkSport fan network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year as football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.